Welcome to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. Today we're talking about inflammation and how it can trigger anxiety. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa, and I'm super excited to always bring you amazing tools and tips to help you eliminate that dreadful anxiety. Join me every Wednesday as I bring you a new episode every week. One last thing before we get started, I will be hosting a mini course on August 19th from 11.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central Time. It's only $47, space is limited. Click the link in the show notes to sign up. I will be talking about the three basic tools that I teach all of my clients and we will go specifically into driving anxiety and flight anxiety. So if you're interested, click the link in the show notes. I would love to have you in this mini course. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Anxiety Doctor podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa. And today we're talking about inflammation, which is one of the things that I usually ask my patients what they eat, um, if they're drinking coffee, just kind of want to know what they're eating and how their diet is because sometimes the things that we eat can trigger anxiety. And I say this often, like caffeine, caffeine does not cause anxiety, but it can trigger it. So inflammation is one of the things that I truly try to minimize in my life. I have rheumatoid arthritis and lupus, and obviously I've had severe anxiety. And what I noticed back in my 20s, 25 years ago, was that I always felt worse when eating things that triggered the inflammation. Whenever I ate something that was inflammatory, the next day I just felt bad, not only mentally, but physically too, because of my RA. I was always um, in a lot of pain. But just every time I ate specific things, it would cause me to feel bad the next day. So in my early 20s is when I had severe anxiety and panic attacks. And when I started practicing, I would be cautious about what my patients were eating. Inquisitive, I guess. I wanted to know what they were eating. I would try to kind of educate them a little bit not really, you know, I never require anyone to do anything. I just let them know and till this day, let them know and educate them and recommend them just kind of watch their diet, watch what can trigger um, anxiety. And one of the things that I'm really, really vocal about is alcohol. I don't drink alcohol because it makes me feel like shit the next day. Not only mentally, but physically. I feel lethargic, I have brain fog, I feel super hungover, even if I only have one drink, since I don't drink a lot. But that doesn't mean that I don't have a drink once in a while. Once in a while, when I'm in McAllen, Texas, I love this restaurant that is, 
a staple in McAllen. It is house wine, and they have a really good tincho. And I drink a tincho maybe once or twice a year. But that's okay. The next day, I'm okay. Now, if I were to drink two or three times a week, even if it's just one drink, I would probably feel it. Anxiety would probably feel get worse the next day. My inflammation, my joints would hurt. So I stay away from alcohol. And I educate my patients about this, but I don't tell them to not drink. I tell them, find what works for you. Like in any other situation, I always tell them, find what works for you. If drinking is more important for them than getting better, or if they're okay with having one you know, weekend of drinking and suffering with severe anxiety the next three or four days, that's okay. Find what works for you. So inflammation does affect the brain. Overall function of the brain is affected when there's a lot of inflammation in your body. So what does this mean? Anything that we eat, anything that we do that causes inflammation affects your brain and your central nervous system. More than anything, your central nervous system. So what is inflammation? Inflammation, and the way I like to explain it to my clients is it's when, kind of like when you have a water hose and you put a big boulder on top of the hose, the water doesn't flow correctly, doesn't flow properly. And so when we have inflammation and there's inflammation all over our body, our blood flow isn't flowing correctly. And so when you have anxiety, depression, or even if you don't have that, the blood flow isn't, or the blood isn't flowing to your brain properly, and that can affect how we feel, our mood, but also our nervous system. Stress is something else that can cause a lot of inflammation. The way the body works is that when you have stress, the body thinks that it needs to fight. It thinks that the body is getting attacked. So the body is in a pro-inflammatory state. And when this happens, the immune system becomes primed and ready to fight and just make you feel better. So the more stress that you have, That increases the production of pro-inflammatory proteins that can make inflammation worse in your body and everything else, anything else that you have in your body that is affecting your physical or mental health can get worse. And we saw this with COVID. COVID was creating a lot of inflammation in the body. The immune system was on high defense And it created a lot of anxiety. People after COVID are still suffering with severe anxiety. People that never had anxiety before. We saw this. So we know that inflammation is bad. And we know that there's foods that can trigger inflammation. Red meats, trans fat, any processed foods, seed oils. There's so many different foods that can trigger the inflammation to go up in our bodies, making our anxiety worse. One thing that I can't really eat is tomatoes. 
Does that stop me from eating? No. I love pico de gallo. I love guacamole. And I eat it. And I know how much I can eat. And I know how many times I can eat it in a month. So I minimize my intake. I know that I can't be eating tomatoes every single day. And so once in a while, I'll eat that. Sugar, processed foods can cause a lot of inflammation. Do I go and eat Chick-fil-A once in a while? Yes, I do. Do I eat donuts once in a while? Yes, I do. I love donuts and I will not stop eating them. But I know that I can't have them every single day. So always find what works for you. There are some other foods that cause inflammation and can trigger anxiety. Of course, caffeine can trigger anxiety. There are other foods that I usually tell my clients to avoid. Again, artificial and refined sugars, processed foods, alcohol, dairy, sodas that contain a lot of um, caffeine and sugar, fried foods, fruit juices also. Um, and I always recommend you minimize your sodium just because sodium is bad for your heart and high levels of sodium can mimic palpitations. And eventually when we have palpitations, we, um, it can trigger anxiety. Gluten research is still being conducted, of course, but can it cause anxiety? For some people it can. Remember, everyone is different. And I'll tell you a story that I'm allowed to share. When I first opened my practice 14 years ago, I used to see a lot of children. And I would always be curious about what they eat. All of my patients, whether they're children or adults, I always ask what they eat. Are they eating well? And so usually I would hear, you know, yeah, we go to McDonald's, we go to Chick-fil-A, we eat hot Cheetos and, you know, all these processed foods, cookies and cereal, all these processed foods, refined sugars. And so I would always kind of suggest to the parents to kind of watch what they eat. And I would always educate them about inflammation and how it's worse. And, you know, some of these kids had anxiety or ADHD or anger problems. And some would take my advice and slowly implement healthier foods. And they would see a difference. But one specific child that I saw and that I have permission to share their story with out mentioning who they are. This one child was already eating very healthy, but every Wednesday and Saturday, they would go out to eat. Whether it was at Chick-fil-A or at a restaurant, they had processed foods, they had fast foods every Wednesday and Saturday. And the mother was very, very cautious about what she gave the child every other day besides Wednesday and Saturday. And so I mentioned to her and I said, you know, he's already eating very healthy, but this is what I've found. This is what I see. And, you know, you might want to just watch what he's eating and minimize foods that cause inflammation. Well, she totally stopped 
with any fast food, any processed foods, and completely changed his diet. And without medication, his ADHD got better, his anxiety almost diminished completely, and he was sleeping better. And it was just this total change. And he wasn't eating a lot of processed foods. So I was amazed. Mother was amazed. And of course, child wanted processed foods. Child wanted Chick-fil-A. And so she incorporated two meals a month. Every other week, she would take him to go get Chick-fil-A. And he was fine. So two meals a month was okay for him. Eight meals a month was triggering his symptoms. And the ticks went away. It was just very eye-opening for me. And since then, I always recommend just watch what you're eating because foods can affect our mental health. We know that sugars and inflammation cause a lot of damage in our, in our bodies and the things that we eat. And one thing that I like to mention to my clients is the red meats, the chicken, the things that are not organic. And I know it's really hard to believe like what's organic and what isn't, but I want you to think of what they do to chickens and cows, especially chickens. They inject them with hormones to make them grow fast, to make them grow into a full adult in a shorter amount of time. So these hormones that they inject in these chickens and cows, when they slaughter them, when they die, they don't magically just disappear. When we're consuming this meat, guess what? We're consuming everything else that the chicken or the cow ate or was injected with. I do not eat unless I go to a restaurant and it's not organic. But when I cook, we always buy organic meats. We try to. Just be cautious with what you're eating. Of course, this is just for educational purposes only. I always advise you to talk to your physician anytime you change your diet or implement any supplement into your life. So what can you do? You can just keep track of what you're eating. How do you feel the next day after you eat certain things? Make sure that they're not foods that cause severe inflammation. And when you do want something and then you crave ice cream or you crave a tomato or potatoes, potatoes are um, can also cause inflammation and the way you cook them. The oils, the seed oils cause a lot of inflammation. So you want to just make sure that you're um, watching what you're eating and listening to your body. How do you feel after? And then there's also things that you can implement into your life. Supplements, of course, again, always, always, always talk to your physician before you start any supplement, no matter how 
small you think it is or minimal um, in your diet it is. But there's so many different supplements that can help with inflammation. There's a lot of teas that can help. There's teas that can help not only with anxiety, but inflammation. Turmeric is extremely powerful. Turmeric and pepper is extremely powerful. When you add those two together, the pepper helps your body absorb the turmeric and the good in the turmeric. So turmeric and pepper, there's um, chamomile that can help with inflammation. There's so many different herbs, so many different things out there that you can implement into your life, but you can also eliminate stuff that you're eating. So that's all I wanted to share with you. Just wanted to mention that this is not set in stone. You don't have to stop eating French fries or stop eating fast food restaurant um, foods, but you want to just watch what you're eating. If you truly want to eliminate stuff from your diet, you will know which, which foods are making you feel more anxious, making you more um, have more inflammation the next day. Just watch what you eat. That is all for now. I hope this helped. I'm recording this late at night because I was extremely busy today, but I wanted to, oh, I always want to give you an episode every week. So I appreciate you all um, listening and always remember that I'm here for you. If you need anything, I am trying to get through all of my DM messages um, or my messages on Instagram, but I appreciate every single one of you all. Always remember to be good to yourself and others, and I will see you soon. Thanks for listening. Find us on Instagram at The Anxiety Doctor and online at www.drlisacortez.com. Check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time.